Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Empower, Uplift, and Transform. We are at episode number 19. And I'm so excited to be flying solo. And I'm going to chat with you today about boundaries. And the thing about boundaries is it is such a huge, huge topic that I'm in fact only going to touch on it today and this will be like part one of boundaries and then in two weeks we'll drop episode boundaries part two. So I'm really excited to share this with you and if you're ready let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to Empower, Uplift and Transform podcast. I'm your host Misty Lucas and I'm a coach who's passionate about working with women who are chronically stressed continuously feeling unseen and are playing small in their lives. My intention, my goal is to help women move from just living to thriving in their lives. This podcast is an opportunity to invite you into my world to share my experiences all the while interviewing some pretty inspiring women. My experiences with a health crisis back in 2011 brought me to a place where I was able to completely shift my perception about how I thought life was meant to be. And it created opportunities for me to see how I was not showing up in the world and sharing my own gifts. I can't wait for you to dive in, listen, and hopefully find a nugget to inspire you to start your own unraveling and change your life to create a life that you deserve and one that you can't wait to start living. So, what can we say about boundaries? I find whenever I talk about boundaries, it is really an interesting conversation and it is always one that really entices everyone. Uh, I did that workshop last year every month and I think day two was boundaries, always, always highest attendance, most interaction and questions because I think we all struggle with boundaries. But let's really start with this idea of what are boundaries? So in this moment, as you're listening, if you're driving or walking or at your desk, just just for a moment, let come in for you, what, is, what does boundaries mean to you? So just noticing what drops in And then I'd love for you to tell me just for a moment, take a nice deep breath to centering yourself, tuning into your body, into your awareness and tell me how does it feel when you think about boundaries or setting boundaries? How does it feel to set boundaries? Where do you feel it in your body? What sensation arises? The thing I want to share is our bodies are so wise that we can really tap in and get so much information about sensations that arise about our boundaries. It can tell us whether a boundary has been crossed, where we feel the need to set a boundary. It really is such an opportunity to tune in to the wisdom of the body and then really recalibrate if a boundary's been crossed. And we'll get into all of that at a later time. But I just wanted 
to take a moment for you to tune in and notice what comes up for you sort of in the mind and in the body when you think about boundaries. Because the reality is, is boundaries create safety. They create safety for you, but they also create safety for those people in your life, right? It helps everybody find that common ground and feel safe in the relationship. Boundaries are guides or limits that are really created to identify reasonable and a safe way for you to express interactions with other people, right? And how they are, you're wanting them to behave towards you and how you'll respond when someone passes that boundary. And really it is about creating deeper connection with people And I think sometimes the idea of boundary creates this idea of disconnection, right? Putting up walls, keeping people out. But when you create healthy boundaries, you're able to create a deeper, more vulnerable and loving connection with people. That's the beauty of boundaries, right? And so remembering that boundaries are set really created, I guess, set, created, however you want to look at it, at a very, very young age, right? And they're created through what we witness, right? So they're learned in our formative years, and it's what we're seeing. So how did our caregivers, our parents, whoever raised us, who we had a lot of contact with, what were their boundaries like? And how were they set? Because we're taking in that information And that's how we are sort of showing up in the world, right? By creating the boundaries that have been shown to us. So we learn boundaries from people, from our culture, from the beliefs that are passed down to us. And so we might not even have, we might have a boundary that's really even not even ours, but it was a belief that was passed down to us that we've carried and we've not really done the work to notice is this mine to continue with. So when we create clear boundaries, we really create a healthy and balanced lifestyle, right? They help define who we are and who we're not. And they can impact all areas of our lives. So there's so many, there's different categories of boundaries like For example, physical boundaries, which really is relation to people in our space, people touching us. There can be mental boundaries, which is giving us this like freedom of our own thoughts and our own beliefs. We can have emotional boundaries. That is how we're dealing with our emotions, how we can disconnect from harmful or manipulative emotions of others, how we take in emotions of other people, right? So I know that a lot of people identify as empaths and they sort of soak up that emotion. And so really when we learn to create the boundaries, we know when we're in a space of being able to take on what's going on in somebody's life, right? And the other piece, there's spiritual boundaries, there's sexual boundaries. So there's lots of different categories of boundaries. So, but what I want to also remember is that boundaries aren't, it's not just talking about, it's not just about how you're setting your boundaries for people, but it's also about how you respect other people's boundaries. So it's noticing if you struggle when someone says no to you, 
right? So it's actually, it's not just about setting your own, but it's how you, when we have healthy boundaries and we're integrated in our own boundary setting, it's okay when somebody else isn't able to do something and they have a boundary, right? We, we are okay with that. We accept that. But the issue is, or kind of the clue is if you struggle when someone says no to you or it upsets you or it triggers something in you, that could be revealing to you that maybe your boundaries need some work, right? So it's kind of looking at it from both sides. But what I wanted to talk about today is really get into this idea of our internal boundaries and some external boundaries and what does that mean? And such a big topic that it's like, I sort of am balancing how much to share and give some ideas of what you can do to think about and ponder before we jump into the episode part two. But when we're thinking about internal boundaries, this is really important for us to tune in and notice, like what are my internal boundaries? Because if we have no internal boundaries, it's likely that our external boundaries are not set, that we really struggle, right? Because when we look at internal boundaries, this is about regulating the relationship with yourself. And so again, it's like how well or poorly do you treat yourself, right? Do you listen to your needs? First, right? Do you listen? What do you need in a moment? Do you take responsibility for your own behavior, right? Or is it sometimes you get caught in that loop of victim mentality? And there's no judgment. There's nothing wrong with it. It happens. We all can go there. Um, but it's are you able to accept your part in a situation where your responsibi- responsibility lies? And we look at internal boundaries are really set and based on our authentic self. So this is coming into this idea of how well do you know yourself, right? Have you examined what your needs are? Do you keep promises to yourself, right? So that can be a really big sort of clue what your internal boundaries are. So maybe... Are you consistent with your goal setting? So do you set your goals and go for it or do you stray? Um, Are you able to practice a healthy detachment away from worry and fear, right? If If you make a promise to yourself that you're going to make sure you implement self care every day, 20 minutes a day, and then after day two, you stop, right? Do you just give up and not keep that promise to yourself knowing that that's what you need, right? So this can really give a clue of what your internal boundaries are like. And, you know, as an example, just sort of, and this is work, like this is a practice. It doesn't happen all at once. And sometimes as you're moving through doing this work, you can peel back layers and start to discover, oh, there's something, right? I was recently in a two-day retreat with Becky Keene, who's a master coach, and so interesting because we did some excavation. And what really came up for me was that when it came around goal setting, like really going all in on my business, right? Like, so I set my goals and I go for it. And 
what I can do is not keep myself in that line and actually allow myself to be pulled away by other people's stuff, right? Like, oh, so-and-so needs me. I'm going to deal with that. So, And then sort of start because I have this fear. So there was a lot of excavation around it. But what really came out was I'm not honoring my own internal boundary about my goal setting, right? And there's a whole like layers of reason of why, and that's my work to do. But it was interesting for me, for that, for me to have that come to light, right? And so it's really like noticing. And it's like noticing without judgment and getting curious. Right. And so I was very grateful to have that coach kind of guide me through that process to understand that maybe there's some some work to be done. So it's like do a check in, right, whether you do it now or whether you do it after like some some thinking or journaling, maybe some free writing. How are your internal boundaries? Like do some reflection. Do you keep promises to yourself? Do you fall into worry and fear easily? Are you able to create that detachment, right? Because once we have really stronger internal boundaries, it's going to be able to reflect outward with others, right? It'll make it a lot easier too to be able to set boundaries because we're getting much closer to knowing what our needs are, right? Knowing what we need to do to show up in the world fully, vibrantly, authentically ourselves, right? No longer needing to people please and take care of everybody else because you've built this beautiful relationship with yourself and you're honoring your own needs and keeping that boundary. So then we look to our external boundaries and this is really this idea of how others treat you or how you tell people um, you will interact with them or not interact with them, right? And so when we think of our external boundaries, this is really where we can keep ourselves separate from other people. And there's different constructs that we create to determine what is okay for me in a relationship and what is not okay. But it really allows us to recognize where we start and the other person begins, right? So we're not, it's like trying, it's keeping us out of that enmeshment and that we're able to be like, okay, like, no, that isn't mine to carry. Um, and I'm okay with that, right? And letting that other person know, right? And so being able to, or if they're coming to you, noticing if you are enmeshing your emotions with theirs and not really creating that strong external boundary and seeing that that's for them. And not that you can't be loving and supportive, but are you taking too much of it on, right? Where's the boundary? And so... The thing about boundaries is that it's work, it's a practice, and when we create our own external and internal boundaries, we're really able to write the manual on how we treat ourselves and how others treat us. This can be game-changing when we realize that this is all within our own power. Now again, it doesn't mean it's easy, it is work, and it does take time, but it's definitely work worth doing, right? And when you're looking at boundaries and you want to become more adept, so if you're like, oh, I totally want to get better at setting boundaries, I really, really want to be able to set these stronger boundaries, I don't know where to start. Well, again, coming back to that relationship with yourself and noticing what's going on in your own body. And so one way of doing it can really be through meditation, right? Or some mindfulness. So if meditation really causes some anxiety, maybe mindfulness, just slowing down, bringing yourself into the present moment because it's creating space to tap into your body and your body's wisdom, 
right? So intellectually, in our minds, we may know things, but sometimes when we slow it all down and come into the body and tap into our own intuition, then we can start to go deeper, deeper into what we really want in our lives, deeper in how we really want to show up, deeper into what we actually need in the moment. So when we use meditation, it brings us into the present moment with the intuit like with our intention to start to listen to our intuition. It's giving it space. It's giving us this ability, right? That gut reaction, that listening to our gut, being able to be open. And it's a practice, right? So slowing it all down is a practice that can really help us start to define what the boundaries are for us, right? Because when we think about healthy boundaries, you're able to value your own thoughts and opinions, value others' opinions and thoughts without being triggered or sort of getting bristly. You're able to ask for help, right? You're able to ask for help. You're able to be vulnerable. And you also sort of know that line of oversharing, right? Um, And you're able to respect so it's like you're receiving and giving boundaries right you're able to receive when someone's boundary comes up and you're fine with it right and you're able to put your own boundary out there so when we think about someone with healthy boundaries they're really thought of as trustworthy and confident and you feel safe in their presence so maybe think of somebody in your life that has really healthy boundaries and that you look up to and you're like oh god like they have great boundaries Right? And what do you think of them? Right? Do they keep their word? Do you find that they really communicate effectively? And the reality is, is when we have our healthy boundaries, we realize that we are responsible for our own happiness. Right? We know the power we carry to create our own happiness. Right? And we're not looking outside of ourselves for something externally to really create that happiness. We, are, we know it's within us and we're able to tap into that. And that is so powerful when we're able to tune in and know that we are the creator of our own happiness, right? That we get to co-create our life with the universe, with spirit, with God, whatever, it, whatever term resonates for you. And we no longer have to seek out external sources. So we don't have to people please, right, to be happy. We don't have to have everybody love us to create happiness in our world, right? It's really so powerful when we, when we take, that, take that back, right? It's, it feels empowering. It feels strong and helps you stand up in sort of like putting your stake in the ground of who you truly are and what you want in life, right? It's beautiful. On the other side of that is if you have health, unhealthy boundaries, It's really disregarding your own and others' values, disregarding your own wants, disregarding your own limits and other people. So you're disrespecting the values and beliefs of others. You're allowing your own values and beliefs to be disrespected. And you're not able to say no. Or you have a really difficult time accepting when someone says no to you. So, and how does that feel? Right? Again, slow it down and think about that. How does that feel in your body? Right? Like, do you feel triggered? Do you feel anxious? 
right? This is all amazing, amazing information. Okay, so just to talk about why boundaries are so important. And I think part two episode, we're going to get into different categories of boundaries and we're going to get into the different types of boundaries. But today, just to sort of wrap up why boundaries are important, they're really a part of your self-care, right? If we don't have boundaries, we feel depleted. We can feel resentful. We can feel taken for granted, right? We can feel put upon, right? which then creates a stress response, which then triggers our nervous system to go into that fight, flight, or fawn, right? Which is then releasing all these hormones into our body, which is then interrupting the systems in our body to function properly, which then makes us feel worn down and makes us feel exhausted, right? Which leads into this idea of chronic stress and then it can go into burnout, right? Over time, I mean, it takes time, but if we're consistently leading life with no boundaries, then it can really weigh upon us physically, emotionally, mentally. So whether your boundaries are, you know, where you might have some leaky boundaries or no boundaries at all, it can be in work, it can be in relationships, doesn't really matter where it is, but it can really lead to resentment, hurt, anger, and ultimately burnout. When we think about having these beautiful, healthy boundaries, it helps take care of ourselves. It's like we're giving ourselves permission to say no. And the reality is no is a full sentence. And often when I work with clients and I say that, they um, immediately bristle. Like who wants to just say no? They feel like they need to expound upon it. They need to explain why and give all these reasons. And ultimately when they do that, they end up talking themselves into doing it anyway. And it really can show up a pattern And I get it. You don't want to say no. And so I definitely help work with people finding their authentic voice and ways that they can set a boundary um, through love. But we don't need to go into these big, long explanations, right? We don't need to take everything on. We don't need to take everything on even in family. And that's the thing, right? For me, when I think about that, a lot of times, um, like even in my own family, sometimes I think the detriment is this, this whole belief around expectation, right? Expectations will do nothing but leave you completely disappointed on every single turn, right? So think about that. If you have expectations of people, how often do you ever feel your expectations are met? Probably never, right? Or if they are, you feel like, well, they're supposed to do that. So you don't feel any joy or elation, right? That's the funny thing about expectations. And that's like a whole other conversation. But It's okay to say no to family, right? Boundaries are really helping us draw a clear line of what is okay for us and what is not. In the moment, in general, always, right? They're fluid, right? It's going to move and shift depending on where you are. Well, when we think about it, there are definitely behaviors that clearly sort of cross lines for most people. But the We are all radically unique humans, so we all have very different comfort levels. So it's not something I can sit here and say and say, this is where you should set a boundary. It's like tuning in and noticing, and again, coming back to your body's wisdom. Where's your comfort level with this this intimacy, or where's this comfort level of how much privacy is being exposed, isn't? How much is your sort of comfort level with with people showing up late or early, like where is it, 
where is the boundary that needs to be set? It's noticing when someone's behavior shows up, how it makes you feel. Does it feel okay? Or does it feel like it's crossing a line? And then noticing how can you take care of yourself in a loving way without blame. So it's not about blame, but letting them know that how you feel about it, right? It's finding that nonviolent communication, right? That effective communication. Um, and then making the line much clearer. Because once they know, they won't do it again. Especially if it's somebody who loves you. But And sometimes you might have to draw the line a few times. Because again, boundary setting isn't easy. It's a practice. And it's a practice that we need to commit to ourselves so that other people can start to learn it right especially so if we don't hold steadfast to it if we don't put that stake in the ground and we don't lay that boundary clear other people are going to struggle with it too and the reality is is boundaries need to be communicated we cannot make assumptions that people know we can't sort of be passive aggressive and think that that gives people the big enough hint that you're upset about something, it's like we really need to learn to use our voice, which I get is not easy, in a loving way. So speaking from the heart and expressing that boundary. Because if we don't communicate the boundary, it's probably not going to be adhered to. And boundaries are really important for, for for both individuals in the relationship, right? For the health of that relationship. Because without it, it can create resentful feelings on either side. And it can actually create this shutdown and withdrawal. And then nobody's communicating. Without boundaries, we can affect our own sense of self-esteem, our self-worth, and our personal and interpersonal comfort levels, right? When we don't have clear boundaries. Because what those do is really allow us to feel connected. Right? To feel strong, to feel heard, to be seen because we're communicating what we need and you're showing that you have respect for this relationship by being able to speak your truth, by being able to, to share what you're willing to put in the work in this relationship, but also what you're not willing to take. Right? This can help our relationship stay strong, can stay connected, and really help both parties feel safe, create that safety. Right, bring us back around to where I started with that. Whew, such, such a big topic. And I just wanted us to open the door on it. But I would love, love to hear your comments or questions or any thoughts at all around boundaries um, and where you're stuck. So episode two, I'm going to dive into different sort of categories of boundaries and what that might look like, how that could show up, and also the different types of boundaries so that you can start to take inventory on where you are with your boundaries and how you show up at different parts of your life, right? Because they might be different. Again, like I said, they're fluid. So if there is something you particularly want to hear, drop a comment, send me an email, let's connect, and we'll dive deeper. Have the most amazing day. Until next time. Do you celebrate all the wins in your life no matter how big or small? I know I sure do. And so in this moment, I'm celebrating you for finishing another podcast episode and soaking up new ways to empower, transform, and uplift your life. Want to grab the show notes and all the links talked about in today's podcast? Well, you're going to find those in the episode's description, along with a link to join my Facebook community supporting resilient women. 
In this group, I share even more insight, tips, and tools to live your best life. Until we meet again, my friend, and to your dreams.